0: Today we're kicking it back and taking a little trip back in time to one of the most popular and very first internet urban legends. This one has it all. It's an OG, it's sinister, it'll keep you up at night. It's all over the internet, and most importantly, it has a lot of bizarre details that have really changed over the years, and I think that it's interesting to discover. How did Jeff the Killer stand the test of time, and is it still scary today? Loie, I have a confession. My
1: my knowledge of Jeff the Killer all centers around an iteration of like an emo teen boy heartthrob across fanfiction, right? Which I think points to the fact that our internet urban legend today is an OG, is terrifying, is kind of hilarious, and is maybe like, One of the most all-encompassing internet urban legends we've ever touched on. I am so excited to deep dive into the uh, hot topic, riddled world of Jeff the killer.
0: Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from BarCast. I'm Loie, your evidence expert leader of the Jeff the Killer fan club, actually. Hey guys, I'm Eleanor, your stubborn skeptic, though also
1: a staunch believer in Jeff the Killer. So I guess in today's episode,
0: we're both coming in as believers. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the
1: answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride. It's like a double date today. It sure is. It's you and me, and it's Jeff and the listener. <laughs> so true. Or the listener can replace, like, Jeff with one of us. One of us can yeah, take on Jeff. Yeah. If you guys aren't cool with that, listen. But either way, it's a fun time to
0: party. <laughs> it's honestly, it is, like... You guys take your pick, baby. Like, this is so fascinating. And I think that we all know such a vastly different version of (laughs) Jeff the Killer. I mean, you're saying you learned about him on fanfiction.net. I was getting scary texts about Jeff the Killer when I was like (laughs) 12 in my family's cabin that scarred me for life. We have so much to discuss today. Jeff has been busy. Jeff the Killer has truly withstood the test of time. And I think... That it's because Jeff, listen, he's evolved. He's been a heartthrob. He's been a nuisance. He's been everything on every platform. Isn't that so weird? How like how many scary stories we've talked about here on this podcast, both old and new, but we've never had one quite like this that is always somehow relevant. That's true. He has so many eras. <laughs> he was a heartthrob on fanfiction.net. Now he's a heartthrob that, like, Grown men are cosplaying as on TikTok. Stop. Yes, I know. I know. Stop. That is why I wanted to do today's episode. Okay. Jeff has
1: taken perhaps his first truly insidious turn. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to claim um, Jeff, the killer Stan Hood, anymore. (laughs)
0: If you are at home listening to us chit chat away and you have no idea who Jeff the Killer is, I'm gonna break it down a little bit for you. Listen, this story has gone through, like I said, a couple of different versions of itself. And it's actually something I found really interesting while we were um, researching for this episode is that it's kind of hard to pinpoint what the quote unquote real story is. And that was really fascinating to me. I was gonna ask, Like, I feel like we all have some
1: very vague version of what Mm -hmm. Jeff the killer is. He's a killer. His name is Jeff he has emo hair, and that's pretty much it. I don't know anything else about the Jeff
0: the Killer story. If you've never seen that iconic original photo of Jeff the Killer, let me set the scene for you. The legends, as much as we can determine anyway, state that he is an adolescent serial killer at only 13 years old who is known for his startling appearance. He has a pale face, lidless eyes, and a wide grin carved into his face think very much so boneless joker it kind of looks like michael jackson but if you Mm. modeled him out of
1: clay yes like if you modeled him out of putty and then turned him like into a horror villain that's the best way i can describe it
0: i don't know if it's because jeff is so notorious to me that i have such like a vivid memory of the first time i ever saw this photo let me set oh, the no. scene for you this Lovely. is early okay. 2000s this is early this is 2000s grown this is okay lowy was still a child at this point it was like early to mid 2000s and i'm in my family's cabin up north i have no cell reception whatsoever it would come and go It's the middle of the night. And one of my friends from middle school sent me one of those chain texts with Jeff the killer in it that was like, if you don't send this to 15 people, he's going to be under your bed tonight. I stopped being her friend. I mean, as you should. I never talked to her again. Like I said, I was in like middle school at this point. So I wasn't like super into horror or anything quite yet. So I remember seeing the image first. It scared me. I don't even think he had the name Jeff the killer. Like just like just the picture i think i
1: was the same way really i remember seeing the picture i remember this picture from when i was like a little kid Mm -hmm. and then i saw jenny nicholson video as a full grown adult about jeff the killer but as like a fan fiction protagonist and she obviously brought up the image and i was like oh my god i've seen that as like a little kid but i also didn't make the connection that he was jeff the killer Mm
0: -hmm. i thought it was like
1: silly play-doh michael jackson
0: yeah exactly like it didn't register that it was just the killer specifically it just registered like there's this creepy image that Makes me feel wildly uncomfortable. So do we know
1: the first time that like Jeff the Killer was mentioned? Like, do we know when that story originated?
0: The Jeff the Killer story, like I said, is kind of hard to pinpoint specifically. Mm -hmm. The first instance that we could date it back to on the Internet was in a 2008 YouTube video by the YouTuber Saucer saucer claimed in 2008 he was the only person with the real quote-unquote jeff the killer story however in the 2011 like official like creepypasta we don't know Mm -hmm. if that already existed online and then it was only posted to creepypasta in 2011 like the creepypasta.net website or whatever right we're not sure where exactly it started and i think that's so fascinating like Who owns the Jeff the
1: Killer IT? Truly. Huh? Because in that video in 2008, he was saying that Mm -hmm. he was the only one with the real story, which means like there were lots of stories, right? Jeff the Killer already much discussed.
0: Yeah. Strange. Very, very, very strange. Okay. So the story goes that Jeff became a serial killer when he and his brother were like viciously bullied by other kids to the point where Jeff himself was covered in bleach and set on fire. This is not a story for the lighthearted. I thought Jeff was just like a a kind of a paranormal
1: entity. Jeff is a Mm -hmm. real person. He was a
0: real person. Okay. So, after he was covered in bleach and set on fire, uh he then went on to kill one of his bullies. I'm kind of jumping around in the story a bit, but he like notices that his face is obviously really disfigured after he gets off his bandages. So, he has like all of these, you know, scars and everything like that. And for some reason, it's like at this point he snapped. There are so many different plot points of this story too that are in some versions that aren't in others and the original creepypasta the quote unquote original creepypasta that we're talking about right now there's also this part where it's like the bullying didn't get like that bad the YouTuber saw each and set on fire at first Uh, like he killed the bully beforehand because they were tormenting his little brother so he beats the crap out of the bully Okay, and then his brother takes the fall for him. His brother Lou is like, he goes to juvenile instead of Jeff because like he loves his older brother so much. Um, So in like that rendition of the story, it's like, it almost makes even more sense why there's kind of like this snap almost. Because it's like, there wasn't just bullying and him being covered in bleach and set on fire. It's like these bullies tormented him. He went a little bit too far and, beating the heck out of one of them and then his brother went to juvenile detention for him okay because of like this whole situation. So then the bleach, the fire, that whole thing happens. Jeff's face becomes like really deformed. He gets out of the hospital. He's taken off the bandages. He finds like this weird, sick sense of pleasure in like his newfound appearance. And so he decides that because he's so happy, he's gonna do the traditional Joker grin and he carves a smile into his face. So across all iterations of Jeff the Killer, there are
1: bullies, he's set on fire, Yes. he gives himself a Joker grin. And then there are different like versions
0: of that. Okay. That's exactly it. Like one thing remains true, which is that he was disfigured for some reason. That was like his snapping point. He carves the smile into his face. When he goes to show his parents, like he goes into his parents' room and he's like, Look, Mama, I'm beautiful. And his mom's like, (laughs) what the hell? Like a child and you
1: like cut your bangs. (laughs) Or a college (laughs) me when you shave your head.
0: So true. You know, either or. (laughs) So when he shows his parents, his mom obviously starts freaking out, but he ends up murdering both of them in their bed. However, one thing that I should say is it's like he was in such a bizarre state of mind at this point that as he murdered mm-hmm. them, he was telling them to go to sleep because he felt like he could not go to sleep because he couldn't close his eyes anymore. Like his lids were literally burned off in the accident. Okay. So he's like telling them go to sleep. So Jeff has lost the plot. By he's this lost point. the plot. He's lost the plot. He's lost. Okay. Okay. He also kills the brother, but the whole thing is that he kills his entire family and the legend mm-hmm. is he's still on the loose and if you see him the next thing you'll hear is simply him whispering, "Go to sleep. Go to sleep. so it's, so it's an entire thing okay. made to scare the heck out of kids."
1: Okay, I can both see how this would be terrifying to a child and also how this became what it became for teenagers and like preteens.
0: One thing I was gonna say earlier is I find it so interesting, the different versions of the story, because like I said, the farthest we can date it back, at least with the internet the way it is, granted, Mm -hmm. so many things, so many websites are now defunct, so many things have been deleted online. I'm sure that if we took a proper way back machine, we could probably find way earlier instances of Jeff, because like you said, Saucer in 2008 was like, I have the real Jeff the killer story. His quote-unquote real story is that Jeff actually slipped in the bathtub while cleaning it (laughs) with acid. (laughs) And that's how he disfigured his face. (laughs) And he says that Jeff never even murdered his family. Jeff is innocent. I knew this
1: would come around. A
0: Jeff the Killer defender.
1: It is easier to defend young Jeff. Like, the murdering the family is the only part of the story that seems out of place, right? Mm -hmm. He, like, killed the bullies for his brother and then kills Mm -hmm. his brother. No, 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 no. I'm fully buying into this. But if Jeff didn't kill his family, who did? It's interesting to me that he is as redeemable as seemingly, like, the audience needs him to be. Mm. Like, he could be completely innocent or an actual serial killer and probably has an equal number of fans both ways. As long as he's still, like fits into the Hot Topic aesthetic. Do we have information on when Jeff went from being like, because if you look up Jeff the Killer on Google Images, you will get the OG image, but you will get an equal number of images of like fan art Mm. made by teenagers of this like emo boy. Do we know when Jeff went from being something that was pretty much purely scary to
0: being like a
1: hotbed for like teen angst?
0: That's so interesting. And we can definitely talk about like the different like platforms that that teen angst has been depicted on. We don't know exactly when it was taken from viral creepy story to semi heart but we do have some information on how the original photo came to be in the first place, which I think is really interesting because we don't think so much about like what real people did this story potentially affect? Hmm. We're gonna Momo this case. We're gonna Momo it. Oh, I'm here for this. Up next, we will explore what the internet today has to say about Jeff the Killer, as well as the real lives that this story has affected. Recap where we are at in the story right now. We have this traditional creepypasta in the form of Jeff the Killer, then Reddit, teenage kids, and just everyone online, basically, like anyone who was on the internet at the time
1: ran with this story. Everybody knew Jeff the Killer. Mm-hmm. Everybody at least knew the name.
0: It's like Candyman. Oh my god, it's like Candyman. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about Jeff is gonna call him to you. I don't know. <laughs> and I guess in a way, it kind of became a paranormal game at some point in history. They believed that if you specifically said, listen, I think I missed this era because if I had heard this, I definitely would have tried it in my bathroom and peed my pants. <laughs> it was believed that if you sat there and said, he's in here with me, then Jeff the killer will just appear in front of you and try to harm you unless you give him a compliment on his appearance. Oh, Jeff. Oh, my God. What a narcissist. I know.
1: I know. So Jeff shows up in your bathroom. You have to tell Jeff his eyelidless eyes look really Mm -hmm. nice, his featureless Blank face is looking awesome and he'll leave you alone. If not, kills you? If not,
0: I think kills you. Or haunts your dreams. Or just annoys you. Just annoys you, yeah. Like haunts you. you,
1: Just like moaning occasionally, like, you're like, shut up, Jeff. (laughs) Can you give me a compliment? (laughs) Oh my God, you're so annoying. Like, leave me alone. He's like trying to get into the bathroom. You're like, Jeff, I'll be right out. Clingy. (laughs) That'd be so much
0: worse. What I found so interesting about this story is how many, like, influences that it has in different urban legends that not are more real, than jeff the killer but have existed for a lot longer i think it's interesting because the entire point of this podcast internet urban legends is to explore like why did these things spiral to the point that they did and did they affect anyone in reality offline Mm -hmm. and uh, in the case of jeff the killer Someone who is almost equally as fascinating as Jeff is one woman named Katie Robinson. Katie was a queen, just uh, I think like very normal social media, probably like a MySpace or something at the time. Mm -hmm. She posts a selfie and supposedly... The original Jeff the Killer photo was someone like trying to bully mm-hmm. this woman online. And they like photoshopped her image, took all the color the, out of like, her face. Eyelidless. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I'm looking at this photo of her and it looks n- nothing like her. Like, I can totally see how the base photo, like the way her head is tilted yeah. and like her hair, how like obviously this photo might actually literally be based off mm-hmm. like her original photo. But it's so. Outlandish. It doesn't even look like it was made to bully her.
0: Do you know what I mean? I can see what they're saying. There's some interesting similarities in the composition of like the two faces, but also I feel like it could be anyone. This is just like Mm -hmm. internet talk for the time. So supposedly Miss Katie Robinson. She posts a selfie, somebody's bullying her. They like make her eyes bigger. They Photoshop this creepy grin onto her face. They take out all the color from her face, whatever. Her sister comes online at this point Mm -hmm. and claims that Katie has committed suicide due to all the bullying that she would have received from Jeff the killer. Did people know it was her? Like from who? Like who would have figured out that she was the original source of this photo? Like this seems to me, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. These are just like it, that's what sucks so much about this. Like, I wish I could have been a little fly on the wall and the internet during this time mm-hmm. so I could have more to say, but it's just like, we are just reading the legend right now. Maybe Katie Robinson never even existed. Right? It's so unsatisfying. I feel like I need to
1: like, this is giving me catfish vibes. I feel like I need oh to go back to the internet history and like get to the bottom of what actually happened here because I do see the similarities in the photos. And also like, The original Jeff the Killer was obviously based off somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's not like the image was just completely fabricated. So, like, who was it?
0: I am curious. So weird. So I don't think that the claims about Katie Robinson, if that person is even real, are taken seriously in the slightest. But how interesting is that if we take that part of the story out of the equation how fascinating is it to imagine that jeff the killer this image that like we used to get on our phones basically before we even knew that it was going to be a story may have just originated from someone being an on the internet yeah isn't that bizarre that's like a sicker origin than i expected listen jeff is notorious (laughs) the notorious Jeff the Killer, I guess. He is notorious now. There are video games, there are movies. You can buy Jeff the Killer merchandise on Etsy. There's supposedly a movie. A Jeff the Killer movie specifically on IMDb in the works. Like this urban legend has lived on and on. We have cosplay on TikTok. We have spin-off creepy We have you and I doing a full podcast episode on it. In 2021. Mhm. He should be so lucky. Absolutely incredible. Moral of the story here. What effect did Jeff the Killer have on real people? I stopped being friends with my friend Amanda in middle school. I was like, bye, girl. Bye, girl. (laughs) You're going to send me Jeff the Killer. I didn't know it was Jeff the Killer. But you know what I mean? Like, you're going to send me this creepy photo in the middle of the night? Stay away from me. That had nothing to
1: do with Jeff and everything to do with Amanda's evil intentions that you sniffed out promptly. That is true. That is true. But yeah, Jeff has stuck around. Uh, I'm Loey. We still have not covered the grown men cosplaying as Jeff. You mentioned it briefly. What is going on here?
0: Hate to hear that. To popular TikTok audios today. There are grown men dressed mm. as sexy Jeff the Killer. I will send you links after but we will need to have like a wine FaceTime session immediately after watching. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm interested to hear what your kind of final thoughts are on Jeff because we only talk about like passes kind of infrequently on this podcast. We have mentioned a few but usually we go into it with the guys that like you know, we're we're talking through the story, how it was found online and then it's like But here's why that's fictional, or here's why we have reason to believe this could be a hoax. Mm -hmm. At the end of this podcast, we don't really have the hoax or the haunt. We just have Jeff. We just have Jeff. We just have Jeff. At the end of the universe, we will just have Jeff. (laughs) Jeff is all... (laughs) Like, how do you feel about this as someone who we existed on very different eras online?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I think it's fascinating. I love it. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it is just like the big
1: mama of our internet urban legends for our generation, we all knew Jeff the Killer. He was kind of like our Slender Man. By the time I was like old enough to know about Slender Man, he was kind of old news, but Jeff somehow was still very current. So it is fascinating to hear like your experience where you were a lot younger Mm -hmm. and like very legitimately scared of this thing versus mine when I was a preteen and like people had crushes
0: on him. I think it's hilarious. I love it. I think it's so interesting and I think it's fascinating to even just know potential maybe origins of the photo or at least Mm -hmm. what the internet believes it could potentially be. Something I wanted to make note of here at the end. Listen, you said it was like our Slender Man. That's very true. But maybe Momo is this generation's Jeff the Killer.
1: I do wonder. This generation has a lot of um, insidious little one-offs though. Like, Momo, mm-hmm. Talking Angela, they were terrified of for, like, a while. Yeah. Like, I feel like this generation has a lot of creepy crawly scaries. Dear David was, like, terrifying for people for a little bit. Oh, my God, yeah. There isn't, like, one overarching just... Jeff. Ghoul in the way that Jeff was. He
0: really had his moment. Mm. He still reigns supreme, baby. We would love to know what you all have to say about Jeff the Killer. Why is he so popular on the internet? Why has he withstood the test of time? Why are people cosplaying as him on TikTok? Let us know all over
1: the internet. Anyone can answer any amount of money. I will toss it your way. Please explain the inner workings of the deranged human mind. We
0: will be (laughs) scouring the hashtag gruesome twosome to chat with you all about all things Jeff the killer and all things internet urban legends. We always love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of Internet Urban Legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of our podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free, exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast
1: so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LowyBug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast
0: on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced
1: by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markov, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA.
0: Sound designed by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen,
1: Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven.
0: Research provided by Yumi Shin.
1: And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery,
0: aka the Gruesome Twosome.